Hi, my name is Joey Guz. I am a uh, nurse practitioner, dental hygienist, and I'm a full-time coach for ADO Fitness for Amber Foken. Okay, so let's just get into that. So, w- w- like, how did you get started in all this? And like, where in fitness or in what, well, you... what exactly? I have I have four degrees. Um, so I started working for Amber about two years ago. She was my coach first. And I had clients before I started working for her, and then she asked me if I would uh, work for her, and I transitioned them over to ADO Fitness, and then started working for her full-time while I was a manager of the ICU in the hospital. And then I quit that job and was in school like also for to be a nurse practitioner and stayed with her. Mm-hmm. And four degrees, that's a lot. That's, that's yeah. quite... So... <laughs> I'm glad and, to be done. Just uh, took my board last Thursday, so now I'm a board... I can say I'm board-certified nurse practitioner now. And, um, what made you get into fitness and all that? Like, is that, was that something you always did? Uh, yeah, I was probably, I'm going to be 35 in a couple of weeks. Um, I was about 18 or 19. I moved out when I was 17. Um, I had a lot of stress. I had a lot going on in my life uh, with family and my mom and my mom's legal guardian and I've been taking care of her since I was 22. I've been her guardian. Um, so it was like an outlet for me. Basically, I moved down on my own. I had my own apartment. I was going to school full time, working full time. And I didn't have money to have a gym membership. I would go rollerblading. I would buy workout tapes and do them in my living room. I would run up and down my stairs. I would do lunges in the living room, use cans for weights. I did whatever I could. And um, I felt really good working out and eating healthy. And from there, it just was kind of kept going. And I just learned more and more as the years have gone on. And the more degrees I've gotten, obviously, because they're all science related. And so it's helped me a lot with my clients, um, with myself. Um, going through different phases of what works and what doesn't and how you, obviously starving yourself isn't the way to go, which most people do, unfortunately. But I'm able to share my experiences and everything with everyone else, especially my clients. So what what is the philosophy you follow? Are you like the, what is it, the new thing? Flexible dieting, is that what you follow? or? I personally, yes, I follow a flexible dieting. I do macros. And Amber is also my coach and my boss. She was my coach before she was my boss. So I, obviously she's still my um, coach and I do highly think that coaches still need coaches because um, they have it's another set of eyes, and obviously we're harder on ourselves than, you know, having somebody else look at us. I might think I didn't change, and then she's like, okay, no, you absolutely did. Because um, I'm a bikini competitor as well, so I do that. that now, 90% of my clients, 95%, I should say, do not compete. Um, I do have some competitors, but most of the people just want to be healthy and live a normal, sustainable lifestyle. So if they want a meal plan and that works for them, I do a meal plan. They want macros, they do a macro plan. Whatever works for them. I want them to be successful, and I want them to be able to be successful in whatever works best for them. I don't want it to be cookie cutter, and I want them to have sustainability along with flexibility for their life. And is that, like, are you, do you just focus more on, I mean, you you have all types of clients, but, like, athletes, is that something you all look towards or no? Like other it doesn't matter. I mean, whoever's looking to be healthy and fit, I mean, not necessarily even fit. Some people just want to be healthier and have mm-hmm. a better relationship with food um you know i have a lot of ed clients um i have a lot of hormonal issue clients and being a nurse practitioner and a nurse helps a lot because i know all about you know if someone sends me their labs i know what they mean i can read them i know what i know what kind of diet to put them on or what they're lacking or what they need more of um so it's very helpful my educational background obviously with things like that when they're more intense with the clients which most people are i mean most people have hormone problems and have issues going on Mm-hmm. And how do you keep up with like, I mean, there's so much like, there's always new stuff coming out. I mean, right. like, it's like, you know, you know, a year ago, it was about keto this year. It's whatever. Right. 
whatever the next thing is and well, I don't condone keto whatsoever. It's very unhealthy for your body to go into ketoacidosis. So that's not something I would ever, if a client wanted me to do that for them, I wouldn't do it. Like I'm uh, only things that are sustainable and healthy. I don't believe in damaging metabolism or damaging anyone's health and I won't be a part of it. So if there was someone that we've turned down many clients, if there's people that come to me and want to, you know, do a show for instance, and I, they're barely eating anything. I'm not going to prep them for a show when I'm going to have to starve them basically even more. So um, to get to, if they need a bunch of weight to lose, you know, it's just not going to happen. I refuse to, I don't, I don't want somebody's money to hurt their overall being. And then 10 years later, they're having a ton of issues with their adrenals or whatever else may be the cause. Mm-hmm. But you know, like for some sports, like, uh, cutting weight is like a huge thing and that's right. why, why they use keto. I think <laughs> that's the only reason why anyone should use it is because they're yeah, for something like that, but most people don't use it for that. I mean, you get there's a lot of people out there that think keto is the answer to losing weight, and then they wonder why when they stop doing it for a week that they gain 20 pounds, <laughs> and, and they get it yeah. off. And, they and, uh-huh. and what about, like, documentaries? Like, um, mm-hmm. I recently watched uh, What is Health? It was a vegan documentary or something. Yeah. Like, I, I, like, I, I thought, I don't, I don't know, me personally, like, I could buy into it and whatever but i i looked at it and i was like wow this isn't they're either exaggerating or making claims that don't don't like it it didn't make sense like you know because right. i you know you watch a documentary you just take it as fact most people do right. because it's just something you saw and yeah. you're like wow this is amazing you know i learned something new um right. and the way you consume uh content and especially if you're not really in the academic field it, it, it really really it's not about reading and you know pure yeah. reviewing um if you're a normal person you don't you don't really do that exactly so, um i've not seen that documentary but i know a lot of people that have uh-huh. so i've heard a lot about it uh um i am more and it comes because of my background with my education i'm more about evidence-based stuff so like mm-hmm. i read a lot of evidence-based things because evidence-based means it's gonna that happened there's evidence I need evidence, clear-cut huh. evidence, to show that something actually works, and not just on, like, five people. Like, okay. you know, my nurse practitioner background, they drill that into our head, and that's how we had to know a lot about all disease entities was evidence-based. Mm-hmm. So, so to me, that's a What do you think about, like, holistic stuff, like chiropractic and uh, acupuncture? I, I get a chiropractor two to three times a week. Mm-hmm. I get tissue massage every other week. I'm, I'm all about taking your care of your body inside and out, foam rolling, all of that stuff. It's, it's a necessity, especially if you're working out all the time. Your mm-hmm. body needs that. And for your muscles to grow, you need to get deep tissues. You need to um, use a foam roller because you need to break down that scar tissue or your muscles aren't even going to grow. So um, they might seem like it a little, but you will have some issues later on. That's when people are tight and, you know, just have muscle and joint issues in general. And and, do you have, like, injuries? Yes, yes. That's what I was going to talk about, like... Of yeah, like how, I mean, now now there's stem cells and stuff that really, right. um, Dr. McGee, a uh, shout out to Dr. McGee, uh, he, he, you know, he's one of the few people in Las Vegas that can actually do the, 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 sur- the, sur- the stem cells, right. it's not it's surgery, but cool. uh, yeah. apply it, and like, is that, is that like, you know, so something new that they're doing, I mean, but like, you know. Lots of surgeries, lots of back problems, people with knees, mm-hmm. ACL tears all the time. Yeah. Um, like, um, you personally, how do you handle those kind of uh, injuries? I mean, do you have oh, well, any? 
everything in line with my clients. So if they have an injury, that's in their questionnaire. And if they want customized workouts, I customize them to not, they'll be tailored around that injury. I'm not going to have people themselves. Um, obviously, sorry, I have an incoming call, so I can't, you can't, or I'm not going to answer it. Um, so yeah, I tailor the workouts around their injuries and give them the best uh, advice I can. And also tell them, obviously, I'm not their primary care physician, but to make sure that they have one. And I recommend chiropractors. I rec- recommend everything that I do for myself, I recommend for others. Mm-hmm. So the same thing. And I will be the first person to say, don't do this if it's going to, you know, rest. I'd rather you rest than stress yourself at the gym. I'd rather you hit your intake with your food and be healthy because that nutrition is key over everything. So if you have one choice versus the other to have nutrition or workout, I'll tell you to eat right. Because mm-hmm. that's going to make a major difference before you working out. It's just a fact. Yeah, and like, how do you keep up with everything? Like, there's so many things that come out. I mean, like, yeah, like next week it's going to be something else about this. You know, it's the nutritional world is accelerating at a pace that I've never seen. I mean, like, all in all, it's still the same. Yeah, yeah, know? but I, I don't know because you know when I was a kid, it was what drink your milk. Um, you know the food pyramid. Um, which was yeah. the biggest lie ever told. And they still have those. They still teach mm-hmm. you that in school. Yeah, and, you know, the slight shifts that they made over time. But now we kind of learning more about how body our body reacts to certain things. Um, I would say we're just a bag of chemicals, and um, those chemicals uh, make things happen and whatever. Um, how do you see, like, uh, performance? performance enhancing drugs and all that stuff like is that is that something that you look at with certain i mean there's obviously people that do it like oh well that's just facts that's never going to go away it's like everything in any sport i mean baseball players take steroids so they can throw the ball faster i mean you're always going to have that and there's nothing you can do about it i don't condone it i don't do them but that doesn't mean i judge somebody else i mean people have to live the life the way they want to live them but if a client comes to me and wants to use them i'm going to tell them i don't condone it like i can't tell them what to do i'm uh-huh. not their mom you know, so like I can say how I feel and give them the facts and statistics on how it will ruin them. And I can give them the cellular level, even if they want it and ex- really explain to them what it's doing and when they stop it, what's going to happen. But people are going to do what they want to do. So that's just the gist of that. I don't judge anybody for doing it because, like I said, everyone's got to live the life they want to live. Oh. So the way they want to do it, God bless them. I can't, I can't change everybody. I can just help them. You know, and all I can do is give my insight and the facts that I know. And if they want to listen to me, great. And if they don't, they're not going to. They'll find another coach. And what are the facts? Because that's, I don't know, it's highly debated. I mean, uh, not not highly debated, but there's always two sides to every story. And, um, you know, I've I've heard other sides and, like, that it's not as bad as people say. Um, And I've also, just the, the, the stuff that, you know. It causes anger problems, this and that, and you mean just, steroids? Yes. Um, I've also, I mean, uh, but then my sources are, you know, the I forget his name. He was from the World Anti-Doping Agency. Oh yeah, they're uh, of course going to tell you everything. Yeah. yeah, but he was, I think he was from Russia or something, and mm-hmm. uh, he was explaining that it's not as bad as you think, as long as you do the right amounts, you know, don't overdose or. Yeah. Well, that, you know, honestly, I can honestly say from a medical standpoint that mm-hmm. that is true with every medication and anything that you're going to use. 
that it's all within moderation. And the problem is people don't know what moderation is. <laughs> when they see results and they're looking better and better and better, they're like, we need more, more, more. And that's when you have problems. That doesn't mean I would tell someone you should go do this because, you know, moderation is okay. I, I, I personally, you know, like I said, I don't judge anyone for doing whatever they're going to do. But it does cause turmoil to your body, no matter mm -hmm. what. In the long run, maybe not for another five or ten years, but it, 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 it can. And some people don't have any. So, you know, you can't say every single person is something bad is going to happen because some people do follow that rule and are extremely diligent and won't go overboard with it, something. And like I said, it goes for every medication, though, or anything that people are taking. And the way our society works, it's like more, 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 more. More is always good, but it's not the truth. More is not better. It's like going to eat and you go and sit down at a restaurant and the portions are massive. This is why 80% of the people in the world have diabetes, basically. You know, I mean, 40% of our children right now are going to be type 2 diabetics because of the way we feed our kids. And it's all because they think bigger is better. So to me, w that applies to everything. What do you think the solution is to that? Because yeah. Well, there's really no solution except for the people to make a change and people don't want to mm -hmm. change. And unfortunately, our FDA and our world is just the United States in general. It's poor compared to other countries because... We are allowing this to happen. We're allowing all these artificial ingredients and allowing our good foods to be more expensive when people can't afford it all the time. And if they have three kids and it's like, let's take them to McDonald's versus let's get them like healthy food, but they can't afford the healthy food, they have to feed their kids. Mm -hmm. I heard. So food. Yeah. Yeah. McDonald's is, I mean, it's I one of the worst. Of any, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just the junk food is cheaper. That's a fact. Mm -hmm. Well, from what I understand, you know, when McDonald's says 100% beef, um, yeah. the, the actual thing is they own a company. There's another company called 100% beef. So it is 100% beef, but it's the company's name that's 100% beef, not necessarily that it's all beef. Um, so I always found that. I found that, like, that was a weird loophole they used. Uh, a lot of other companies use other loopholes. And it's, it's, it's very strange that we... We raise the prices of vegetables. We raise the prices of stuff that you actually need in your body, um, right? And and the, you you don't you can't and you know if you're on a low income family you can't afford to right. feed all your kids that. But how does someone like you know? And you have to be nutritionally. You have to look at the nutrition facts. And right. most people, you know, I don't look at nutrition facts. Most as people much. don't even know how to read nutritional facts. Mm -hmm. So let's be let's be honest. Most people have no idea how to read a nutrition label. Mm -hmm. They look. I know what calories are, but they don't understand like what a macro is. Yeah, yeah. And well, how do you explain macros to people? Because I mean, so many other some. There's kind of some different perspectives, and like this is this, this is that. The uh, our yeah. plans are very, very detailed, mm -hmm. and so. And we guide our clients along and we take emails on a daily. This is our full-time job. So we take our jobs very seriously at ADO Fitness and we try to, um, you know, give everyone the knowledge that they need to be successful with what they're doing. But um, like you were saying, most people don't know how to read the labels and things like that. And that, and as a nurse practitioner, I have more able resources around me to help people in my area know where to get cheaper produce at. Like we have farmer's markets, stuff like that. That's what people need to realize that they don't have to go buy it at a Whole Foods and spend $50 on, you know, two bags of vegetables, you know, going to farm farmer's markets. We have a ton of them here where I live all the time. And I know a lot of places do, you know, you hit, there's always somewhere. It's just, unfortunately people don't know. And if they don't know, they only know what they know. So mm -hmm. that's education part of our States and our country, but our, 
and again, I said I, I do feel the United States is very poor in doing those things because the FDA approves a lot of stuff that if you go to Australia and other countries, they're banned because it's giving their kids cancer. But we give them to our kids every day. So it's so bad. It's so messed up. Um, it is. I, There's no oh. change in that. That's our government. <laughs> like, None of us really do anything. Mm-hmm. And do you like want – have you thought of like educating kids on that? Because I mean oh, – yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know, going to high school, because like, I mean, yeah. if you think about it, those, uh, you know, get them while they're early, while they, they can learn. Right. Because, uh, you know, after that, they, they get stuck, people get stuck in habits all the time. You're um, absolutely right. I've done it as a dental hygienist. I went to this, this was years ago. We had to do stuff like that. And I, I did, I went to a lot of schools and um, taught them even about like pop in general. Like people have no idea how much sugar's in there and how it's riding their kids' teeth again, and making the rest of their health poor. So yeah, I definitely would love to do that. And I have done that at some schools and I still have as a nurse as well. Mm-hmm. And There's only you, so much one person can do though, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I have a question since you're a dental hygienist. Um, so I don't know when it was, it was like six months ago. Um, the, the surgeon general came out with like a thing saying that floss wasn't like, they didn't do any research on the floss. Um, like, is floss actually work or is it like what? what I, I, that what you're talking about? I've not heard that because um, I just go by what the ADA says, which mm-hmm. is the American Association. And floss is done. There's many studies and evidence-based studies that floss does a lot for your teeth. And first of all, the first main thing is preventing periodontal disease, which can affect your whole entire system, which is a big deal because bacteria gets in, mm-hmm. in your body from not flossing. So, yeah, it's definitely helpful. And I think everyone should floss. Okay. For sure, at least once or twice a day. You heard it here, okay? <laughs> um, you should floss. Uh, yes, <laughs> floss and brush your teeth, please. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was, that's interesting. And why? You know, teeth are so important. I mean, I've had dentists mm-hmm. on here; it's, it's, they're always interesting because you know they, they talk about like the different type of teeth. I'm like, uh, but uh, it, is. Is like why you have so much stuff going on? Like what? What? what you're a dental hygienist. You're this, and you compete as well. Like how do you manage all that? Like what? I'm very, very good at multitasking. I'm probably one of the best multitaskers you'll ever meet. I really am good at it. Um, I am going. I go a little crazy sometimes, like everybody, because sometimes you just like are overload. But my weeks usually. I mean, just as of last week, I passed my um, boards for my nurse practitioner degree, so I can say I'm board certified nurse practitioner now. And I'm not going back to school ever again, so I'm done. Four degrees was enough. So I, um, my whole life I've been, it's like a military. You have lists and lists and lists, and you get it done, and you do what you got to do. So very, um, I had to have amazing time management and organization skills. I mean, there's no way I couldn't have those two things to be able to do as much as I did. So now I'm, this has been very relaxing for me, not having to study, you know, 60 hours a week. It's been a nice adjustment. I bet. Oh, so yeah. what? what? Yeah, and for the first time, I was like 18 and I'm going to be 35. So yeah, it's been a long time. I'm well overdue. <laughs> oh my God. So what, what motivates you so much? Is it, is it people that, that surround you or is it like, what is that? Um, my motivation, definitely. I always say, keep your circle, like motivating, like whoever's around you. And if they don't motivate you, they're not worth having around. If they're not supporting everything you want to do. My um, good friends and my family are definitely my motivation. Um, my motivation to want to do better is just and do the things I've done is just my motivation in general because I, when I want something, I want it. 
And I have to want it bad because I know that I'm going to give 150% to whatever I'm doing. And if I can't, and I don't even want to give that 150%, I'm not going to do it. Mm -hmm. So I, everything I do, I have to love and have a passion for and want to get it done. Mm -hmm. And I love what I, I love being in the healthcare field. I love my job and having my clients. Um, I, I absolutely love working for my boss, Amber um, Orton, Amber Foken now, cause she's married, but, um, She's been a huge inspiration and um, role model just on how well she's done in the fitness industry and how smart she is. She's a very intelligent woman. And um, having her as my boss and friend and coach, she definitely motivates me all the time to like just want to do better at my job. That, that, that's, that's great because like, uh, most people don't really know where to grab motivation. Like fake it till you make it. I, I'm, not, I'm not about that philosophy because no. – I've done it before, but it, it's 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 not it doesn't bring it, and like it's not you need you need a circle. Oh, uh, you need people around you that motivate you. That's You're really right, mm -hmm. and uh, especially people who are have bigger dreams than you. You know exactly. Um, and you want everyone to share your um, you know your common goals or common things that happen. You want them to be happy for you. Mm -hmm. You're done. You want to have someone you can give a big hug to that understands like the hard work you went through and the sweat, blood, and tears that went into it. And that appreciate you for doing that. And they're still to you even when you're kind of mean to them because you're so stressed. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. interesting. But I, I also think most like, you know, you get stuck in like a category. Most people mm -hmm. like if you're in the fitness industry, you're going to work with fitness people. You don't look at the other stuff really. I mean, like this is why I kind of made this podcast was because I don't want to talk to one type of person. I want right. to talk to, um, you know. South, people from other countries, people from here, uh, you know, it, and not just nutritionists, not just fitness people, but, you know, have discussions about this and that or whatever it may be. Right. Because uh, we, we don't, we all, life is about small talk now. Like it's literally, you know, five, ten minutes. That's usually how much you talk to each other. And then, of course, you have your friends and family where you talk a lot more. Um, but we've kind of lost this long form of conversation where – you, you know, we can debate ideas verbally or, you know, understand each other or just transfer information from one person to another because, yeah, reading's great and all. Like, I, I suggest you read a book. Um, but, I've read done. <laughs> yeah, so, so I suggest you read a book. I mean, I have, I mean, I have a few recommendations for anyone who, you know, the my favorite one is probably The War of Art. Okay. Yeah, the War of Art, um, Stephen Pressfield. If y'all y'all want to look at it, it's pretty good. Um, oh. It's it's about like I don't know how to say it. it's all about resistance, you know. Like uh, li that's all life pretty much is is a resisting. Like you know, there's always a force that's kind of going against you. You know, um, true. There's always going to be something that wants to stop you in life. It just depends on how strong you are and how much you want whatever you're going for. Yeah, that's that's what I find great, and then. I mean, there's so many, so many, like, I have so many people that I want to talk to or discuss things with. Um, it, it's really eye-opening sometimes. Sometimes, like, they say things that I, I've never thought about. And right. uh, when, when you have that happen, that's really a light bulb moment for anyone. Yeah. So, so I also want to talk about training. So, um, is movement, like, do you know what movement training is? Is that something that you incorporate or because i don't know the science behind it but like i see a lot of people that are starting to you know movement coaches never heard of that before but i've not heard of any movement coaches myself oh, okay so i guess this is like a new thing but um 
It, it's been it's been around for a while, this a couple kind of years. Like functional movement stuff. Yes, yes, like um. Yes, those. I mean, let's like seeing a chiropractor. They can do those kind of mm-hmm. things for you too. But those people are specialized in like certain things, like people that have like lupus or something that have issues with um internal things. These functional therapists are really great for those things. Um. So yeah, those I have heard of, like that's probably the same thing you're talking about. I'm not talking about like working out wise. Like it's kind of like that, but it's mostly for like a different kind of workout. Yeah, if, it's, if we're talking about the same thing, I don't know if we are because um, there's so many different types. Because there's the one that I, I forget what it's called. It's called Flow, um, and it was the guy who made the kettlebell first. Then he, after he made the kettlebell, he made Flow, which was like it's just kind of it looks like break dancing, but it's just like movement okay. stuff, kind mm-hmm. of yoga, yoga, yoga ish. Um, yeah, it's a functional movement to be able to yeah. really get your body to engage in different things. Basically, I think that's basically the same thing we're talking about. Just it's that's what they are trying to do is because so many people are doing exercises and they're not using the correct form and things. And so if you have functional movements, they help you actually be able to do them correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also have a question because like there's so many things I have to ask. But um, <laughs> the, um, do you like military workouts and military training? Uh, do have you seen any of that? Like the way they. Uh, kind of you know um, they don't stretch anymore we don't stretch anymore they it's about like getting your blood flowing and all that well you want to do that but i'm a big advocate on stretching too okay because if you don't stretch you're gonna have injuries okay see see i was i i always said that that was you know you need to stretch and you also need to do that do both if you if you absolutely you You do need to do both Mm -hmm. stretching's huge and using a foam roller and stuff and getting massages and you know, not not everyone needs to go to a chiropractor. You know, I personally think it's a great addition to your body, um, a good one, because just like everything, there's bad doctors too. You know, so it's like going to somebody that really knows what they're doing, um, that does like grass and technique or um, any kind of a. They do functional movements sometimes. They do nerve related stuff. Those things are really helpful. Mm-hmm. And okay, supplements. That's that's another thing. Like I always. Me personally, I say you don't need supplements until you're trying to become the best you ever. Um, now, supplements isn't what because that can mean I, a array of things. Well, I, I mean, of course, take your. I mean, there's so many. I mean, there's so many that you could say that this. You know, I mean, like that detox thing that happened. I'm not sure that like there's so much science behind it, and some of the science isn't, you know, related. I mean, like you got protein powders, you got your fish oil, you got your you know, D3, well, you know, all the stuff that just goes into everything. I mean, mm-hmm. the BCAAs, the... the French chain amino acids. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely... I drink BCAAs every single day. Um, I do believe in them. I have for a, mm-hmm. a really long time, many years, um, for recovery and keeping muscle um, on you, especially if you are able to work out. Like, I do believe that it aids and it helps that. Obviously, again, like anything, make sure the ingredients are right. I'm lucky that I understand the ingredients and like I know when I'm reading something if it's legit or not and if I'm going to actually put it into my body and I help my clients with that as well. But for supplements in general, like to me, every single person should take a multivitamin. No one's, I don't think you need to have a thousand vitamins in front of you every day. If you're eating a healthy diet, me, I'm all about like everything coming from your diet. If you're eating enough, like, you know, vegetables, especially green vegetables, huge. You're not going to need to take calcium. You don't need to take calcium if you're eating enough vegetables. You don't need to take um, vitamin D if you're going outside a lot. And if your vitamin D levels are normal, why are you taking vitamin D? 
Um, you know, glucosamine chondroitin has a, a lot of evidence-based stuff that says it doesn't work. So that's why I'm, I, I'm against it and for it at the same time. Wait, wait, and wait. You're against there's some, um, there's some studies that have shown that it semi-works. There's some studies that show it absolutely doesn't work. And then there's some studies that are like in the middle there. So it's like kind of to me, it's like if you take it for three months consistently and you feel a difference, then it worked for you. Do you know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to guarantee it's going to work for somebody because there's so many different evidence-based theories on it and studies they've done. So I would definitely tell somebody, hey, try it. It's not going to hurt you. But, you know, if you don't see a noticeable difference in three to four months, which is usually how long it takes of consistent use, um, then don't take it anymore. Don't waste your money. Why waste your money on something that's not working? Uh-huh. And how, how do you, like, you know, most of these sites don't have, like, studies and stuff. So how do people kind I, of figure books like you said picking up a book uh, it, you <laughs> I know remember, my life revolves around books because of you know what stuff. you know what you need to start a podcast so we can hear your <laughs> thoughts because this is I, I you know this is something like I want to have answered I mean there's other people that answer it but they're more like hey yeah this is training workout that I do this is what you know right. it's not it's not you know nutrition based there's only like one or two people that I know that talk about nutrition and they're like at a uh, a high level where I don't understand what they're talking about. So it's like, uh, what are you saying? <laughs> um, what's her name? Dr. Rhonda Patrick. Mm -hmm. Great example. I don't know what she's talking about half the time. She's talking mm -hmm. about cellular regeneration. I'm like, what are you, yeah. what does that mean? And like, you know, that old age and rats and talking about studies. And I'm like, it's can you true. slow down for a second? Cause I don't, <laughs> I don't understand what you're talking about. Like I don't have the right. basic ideas. So, you know, I think that's that's something that uh, I really would want to acknowledge because, you know, it takes time to learn knowledge from books and it takes time. Oh, I know. <laughs> and if you can put it in a different form or a different type of way of, you know, uh, kind of going through. Name in terms for people to understand. It's just like my clients might not know what sodium means. I have to say salt. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, do you know what I'm saying though? It, that's, it's true though. Like you have to speak in a different language and you sometimes forget that people don't live the same life as you and me going to school, I'm around healthcare professionals all the time. So our mm -hmm. lingo sounds way different, like you said, than to the average norm. I, you know, if you get a group of us nurse practitioners or nurses sitting together talking and someone on the outside is listening, they have no clue what we're talking about. Uh -huh. it's, it's just <laughs> you like because I mean? they're like what <laughs> like, and you know? i bet i bet you if we talk about cars i, will, I wouldn't know a thing either <laughs> yeah and you i'd be like well this is the pistons are six that's what va you know there's so much stuff to learn um, yeah my dad has owned a collision since before i was born so mm. he'd be your guy to talk to you about that <laughs> see, see so, so like but how you know people that want knowledge on that stuff but don't want to go yeah. through the whole school thing they want to get oh, from and Mm -hmm. The professionals or whoever can kind of uh, interpret it because, I mean, a lot of stuff you're told is just you're told and never told why. Um, exactly. That's why in our plans that we send to people, we do tell you why we want you to drink so much water. We do tell you why you're eating this much fat after you're done working out or before working out. We give the reasons, which is why when people get our plans, they're like, wow, you're we thought we just hired some online coach. But, yeah, no, we all have education. We all have some kind of degree. And we all um, want to make sure that, you know, our client, we want, obviously you want your clients to stay with you forever. I mean, obviously that's how we make a living, but in the grand scheme of things, people aren't going to stay with you forever. And mm -hmm. you want them to also like fly like a bird. In other words, like you want them to be able to go away from you and like learn and also be able to sustain what they learned from you and still eat good and still be able to maintain a healthy physique inside and out. 
You know, if I didn't, if they can't do that, I didn't do my job right. You know, and mm-hmm. if they have questions, they can ask me anytime and I answer them to my best of my abilities or give them a link to something. Or like you said, you know, if they don't want to go find that book, I'm like, hey, look at this. Look at this link. I'm going to send it to you. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's the way I think it should right. be done. And I, I totally agree with you. Not everyone has the access or even knows how to obtain the access, even if they have it, you know? Yeah, it, it's all about like, there's so much information and deciphering whether something's real or not is a huge uh, aspect like you know absolutely and then you just start getting into conspiracies and it's not it's not it's not it doesn't help you it, it, you know and then people get into like oh well this isn't as bad as people say it is or this is this is actually you know they're all lies you know just believing in something someone says or something that someone wrote and you believe it 100% without checking fact checking or looking right. up other methods or you know cuz there's yeah you know there's no one way there is no one way you're all different your body reacts differently absolutely to right everything no one and is cookie cutter ever mm-hmm. which is why all of our plans are customized to each individual and they get three questionnaires they have to fill out and i go in depth on looking at their pictures their questions their intake i take all that into accountability when i write their plan and I always let them know it could be a couple weeks before we get like figuring out exactly what your body likes. Cause I don't know. I've never worked with you before. You've gone 40 years and have been doing your own thing. I can't tell you that you're going to see results in the first one to two weeks. Cause that, you know, if you do great, I'm happy, but that doesn't mean you're going to, you know, mm-hmm. no one is the same. Exactly what you said. No one's cookie cutter and everyone's going to be different. And that, that aspect you do have, a, you do have to have knowledge because I mean like women in general, we have hormone issues. Um, hormones huge. I mean, with your thyroid and everything, I have so many clients with thyroid issues, but I'm very good with endocrine. I love endocrine. So that helps too. So I know a lot about it and I'm able to educate them, help them. I tell them when they need to get labs done, when they have them, send them to me. I'm going to read through them. I'm going to tell you what they each mean. Uh And I do that with my clients and they're very appreciative of it because their own doctors don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense to me. Like, you know, it's always go see your physician, go see yeah. your, you know, and, um, right. and they never tell you, I'm like, why? Exactly. You know, unless you ask them, hopefully they will. And I mean, I don't know, some might not probably still because they don't have time in their world to do that, which is yeah. unfortunate too. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's a huge issue I've seen. And how, what do you think about like, you know, those, co- you said cookie cutter plants. There's like so many people that kind of put <laughs> yeah. that out there. They're oh, like, man. Here's here's the plan, and they just give you a meal plan. Don't say why. Um, yep, I hate them. I'll be honest. I think that's ridiculous. Those meal plans are stupid to me, and I think it's sad that these people call themselves coaches and that they actually um, are making an impact on anybody because they don't obviously care. If you're just throwing everybody the same exact thing, how do you tell me you care about what you're doing? If you truly care, you're going to put the time and effort into it. Period. That goes with anything you do in life. You care about something, like that's why I said I don't. Do anything, I'm not going to give 150% to because then I don't care enough about it. So if you don't care about your clients and their well-being and you just throw them whatever and you tell them 1,200 calories is enough to eat, which it clearly is not for anybody because your body and, – and also what kind of intake comes from that 1,200 calories. Don't just say eat a piece of chicken, steak, or fish because I'm going to tell you all three protein sources are completely different in calories, in protein, in sodium, in fat. I mean, you know, like – some people don't respond well to eating red meat. Some people respond great to it. So, I mean, there's so many different aspects. Mm-hmm. And what about, do you 
I mean, like workouts as well. You know, there's yeah. a lot of cookie cutter workouts. Yeah, <laughs> feel the same way basically. <laughs> yeah, the like I'm like that's not gonna like this is I don't know I just you know people are more more inclined to do cookie cutter workouts rather than nutrition just because you know oh it's you know you people just want to plan like really quickly. I think that's well, really- they want everyone. Our world is all about getting results right away. Mm-hmm. They want everything really fast. And I will tell anybody that contacts me for workouts, I'm more than willing to write your workouts for you. But I'm going to tell you right now, I'm always completely honest with them. I'm like, if you can afford one or the other, do nutrition with me. Don't do workouts because if mm-hmm. you want results, you're going to get more results from nutrition. But you know that you have the clients that are listen and they're like, well, I want both. Great if you can afford both, that's awesome. But if you can't, I'm going to tell you to do nutrition first. I'll give you ideas of what to do for your workouts, though. I'm not going to say you have to pay me, and that's the only way I'm going to help you. Okay. I'm not going to write them their customized workouts, but I will definitely help them. If there's, like, certain areas, their legs, you have a lot of girls that I don't want muscular legs. Okay, well, you should look up these exercises and that implement them in your workouts each week. Like, I will give them, you know, help that way. But um, for but definitely nutrition is always going to be my first go-to with somebody. And- always. In your mind, how much how much versus nutrition, like percentage wise, do you think it is? Yeah, versus diet versus uh, working yeah. out. Yeah, ninety uh, percent, maybe ninety five. Damn, you're going I high. I definitely would say ninety percent is diet. I've heard eighty twenty goes wrong. I believe eighty twenty. Yeah. I have yeah. so many clients that just do nutrition with me and have amazing results. And you know, I mean, I have someone that I can say my mother-in-law. I do her. I help her with her meal plans. She likes meal plans. I could never do a meal plan. So I tell her exactly what to eat. And I give her six meals every single day. And she's lost 20 pounds in, um, let's see, it's been three months, four months. And she's not done one day of working out this whole entire time. Mm-hmm. And I have her eating almost 2,000 calories now because I reverse dieted her to increase her intake because she wasn't eating enough. Uh-huh. And, and she lost a lot of weight. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what I always say. Just start with nutrition. Don't. Don't think about it. Oh, it's too overwhelming for people that have not done anything to start both at the same time. If they're totally are new to it, completely new to it, and have no idea, and then you throw that both of them, then they, you know, because then they feel they're failing on one end or the other, and then they kind of give up in a sense. Yeah. That's that's always strange because everyone reacts really differently. Some people just, you know, nutrition doesn't, like, you change, you change everything, and it's like a shock to their body. Oh, absolutely. Especially really fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how, what about like overtraining and stuff? I mean, I, I mean, it's very rare, but I've seen it happen. So overtraining is in like workouting, workouts, like, like just lifting weights or like cardio. I mean, cause they can both be overdone in my opinion. Yeah. yeah both because but you got to get your body rest no matter what. Mm-hmm. I always tell everybody and I do it myself one full day of rest. I, every Sunday I love Sundays as my rest days. It's just like. My Sunday is my chill day. I still work because I work seven days a week, but um, I don't have to go anywhere. I can just sit, sit in my robe and be on my computer and answer my emails. And it's everybody needs recovery, and you need to let your body relax. And there's clients that I have that, you know, we they want to work out all the time, all the time. I'm like, listen, let's cut it down to four or five days, and I guarantee you you're going to drop a couple pounds this week because you're putting too much stress on your body. And guess what happens? They stop working out as much, follow the nutrition part, but just calm down on stressing your body so much. Because, you know, cortisol rises as it is with stress, and then you're adding more stress to your body with too much exercise, so you're raising cortisol levels into your cells, and then you're going to have more water retention. So, mm-hmm. you know, your body needs a break. It needs to recover. You know, you, you just like you need to sleep to recover, which is a huge thing in my world, too. Sleep is huge. 
So first thing I ask a client, like, hey, did you sleep this week? Um, it's the same thing with your body, though. You have to, like, just take a breather and let it recover. Uh-huh. This no days off in the gym thing, I am not for that. I mean, God bless whoever wants to do it, but have fun because I'm going to take my, t- my day off. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, or two if I want to. Yeah, and what do you – I mean – was that intermediate fasting and all that stuff like? Yeah. Um, it's very good for your digestion. Mm-hmm. It is. It is good. Um, I do IF once in a blue moon. Um, if I'm not, because I'm a person, if I'm waking up in the morning and I'm not hungry at all, I, why, why am I going to force myself to eat? If I may, it's not like I'm intermittent fasting and starving and like, oh my God, I can't wait to eat. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, you know, it's a fasting. If I feel okay, I'm like, all right, let's see. And when I'm hungry, I eat. And sometimes I can go 16 to 20 hours and then eating in an eight hour window, what I would eat the whole entire day, I basically will eat in that eight hour window. Um, so it does help digestion. Not everyone can do it though. Some people do it and they get sick from it because, you know, they get lightheaded or get hypoglycemic. Um, and they're just not used to it. So if you, you know, that's not like going to get you more progress in my opinion. I think it helps some people, Especially when they're in prep, if they're, um, you know, their intake's a little lower than they're used to, then that way they have more food to eat at each meal. So mentally, I think it helps them a little bit more too. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's like everything; it's not for everybody. Some people yeah. it's great. Some people, I, you know, if they want to try it, I'm like, go ahead and try it. See if you like it. If they don't, okay. If you do, great, do it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for that because like people take it as like the gospel. Um, it's no. really, um, and they no. don't. They don't. Like, look- I think, no. No, no. See, that's why I, I, I think you got to know what's right for you and what works for you and not what works for me is going to work for the next person. Mm-hmm. I can, you know, fast very easily, but I make myself work out. Like when I work out, it's always in the morning. So I make myself eat what I need to eat in order to provide the fuel. I know my body needs pre and post workouts. So if I was going to do intermittent fasting and I was going to work out that day, it would only be a cardio day because I won't do that because I know what I need for my muscles and my body. Um, so personally, that's just how I feel. I'm not saying somebody else should do it that way. That's just me for personally for myself, what I do. How much? Or, or I work out later, I should say, but typically I like my workouts in the morning. So it'd be just, how much does genetics play a role in like someone's kind of like how far they can roll? Because I mean, it's like family history. It's like (laughs) if your whole family has diabetes, now you're like a 50% chance you're going to have diabetes. So you better keep on it with your nutrition. And I, you know, if my clients come to me and say, I think I might have thyroid issues. And then they tell me their grandmother, mom, and their sister all have thyroid issues. I'm like, okay, so this means we have to be more diligent, you know, right. like, unfortunately, and people don't like to hear that, but it's a fact. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is about talking about genetics. Um, yeah, like they, 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 most people think it's like, you know, you're just bashing people because it's, you know, they have bad genetics or this and that, but you know, it's, yeah. I mean, um, it's it's very strange when we start going into that and I mean like we're all like point zero zero one percent away from each other, which right. is is really interesting. And that zero point zero zero one is very it's very like there's major differences between a certain type of person and another type of person. Um, right. But like it's always it's always hard to tell someone that you, know, you just don't have good enough genetics or like your genetics yeah. aren't, aren't, aren't applicable to that. And then, or like, you know, like say you wanted to be a basketball player, right? That's what I always say. <laughs> um, and you're five feet tall, right? No, I'm five one. So I can, I can oh, really all right. relate to that. All right. You're five, you're five one, right? <laughs> yeah. 
You're not going to play into WNBA or you're not going to play into double CP or, you know, not that one, but you know, you're not going to play in the NBA. Um, You need a certain type of genetics to be able to apply to that sport. I mean, and it's sad to say to people because, you know, I thought I was going to be Michael Jordan (laughs) when I was like six, seven years old, just throwing baskets. But then I found out that I'm only five, seven and the shortest (laughs) guy in the NBA is about six feet. Um, That's right. So maybe if I was 5'11", I could make it and be the first person to do it. But it was always that, that like, I knew genetics had played a role. Right. You know, I got I got, I got, got dealt a card, you know, and you got to work with the card you have. Uh, Absolutely. And sometimes the card is good. But, you know, there's other sports you could do. I mean, don't exactly. just – Right. Um, I mean, yeah. That's other, definitely. And people get discouraged, like, oh, no, I don't have enough genetics. But, like, you can ch- change yourself so much. Like, it's it's yeah, amazing. It's amazing how, how, how much we can adapt and change and shift our bodies. Um, and it's really, really cool that that's something we can do. Um, yeah. Especially just through nutrition. Like, that's... Yeah, the body is an amazing thing. And nutrition is such a key with your body and what it can do. It's unbelievable. Yeah, that's that's always something I try to tell people, and sometimes it's a tough pill to swaddle. So it's like, oh yeah, trust me, I know. Mm. A lot of people don't like to hear that, but unfortunately, you got to be honest with them. And then you know, and then you get into like theoretical science that's happening now. I mean, there was a CRISPR. Do you know CRISPR? Have you heard of this? No. Gen- uh, name sounds familiar. It's a genetic um, editing tool that they use. For anything or for what? Oh, well, right now they they're in the. Kind you got to refresh my memory. I've been learning uh, so much. Like, okay, like, okay. I've been studying for my boards. I just passed them last week. So okay, like, okay. I, so this I have a lot of things in my brain. All right, all right. So um, CRISPR, I forget the the exact term, but that's the acronym. I okay. Mean, um, and it's a genetic editing tool that's been used. Um, right now it's in like the research phases, but they've done stuff with like nicotine. Um, what's that receptor? I forget. Know what you're talking about, but yeah, but that chemical I forget. See, I'm not I, good. I forget them. too because trust me, I know exactly what you're talking about. And and it's like, and they got rid of that, and so now that people that smoke don't have that uh, that the effects of you know addiction. Um, so they'll they'll be like, oh okay, they can quit cold turkey pretty much. Um, so this genetic editing tool, you know, eventually they want to edit edit you before you're born. They want to edit stuff out, you know. I mean, they were talking about like Alzheimer's and diseases, chronic fatigue. Uh, like it was really applicable to a lot of things, um, turning off and on genes. Because um, if you think about it, like I, I know someone who has a tail and mm-hmm. it's two, two and a half feet long or something like that. Um, yep. So his in, in your genetic code, your whatever it's called, um, you have 300, 300 billion genetic markers and these markers are uh, the, the numbers don't really matter here because I'm not very good with the numbers, but that's okay. It, you're, 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 when you uh, replicate and replicate, you always get mistakes or errors. Every I think three and three and one billion or whatever, and each of those kind of change and shift, and you could get an old gene turned on, you know. Um, okay. Because when you're in the fetus, um, you're all the same. You're all, right. every animal starts the same. So mm-hmm. it's you. You look like fishes, and then you change yeah. it to. Human I know. Fish. I had to study all this. Stuff. And it was it was all like you know stuff like that that we don't 
yeah. we don't really think about as even even I don't really think about it that okay. much. I'm more of a uh, you know I like physics. I like learning about time travel and science fiction. Science fiction. So it's like that kind of stuff is new and like you know it's not here yet. So yeah. why are you waiting for that to happen? It's not going to happen now. So just do stuff with nutrition. Nutrition is key. Then exactly. you move on to other things such as you know working out, making you know. And it's a, going on in your life exactly mm-hmm. but nutrition is the first one and it's a learning process it's really that's yeah uh it might not work for you and certain things and you just got to shift and change it's all about changing things and seeing how your right. body reacts your body reacts in different ways um and so seeing how that happens and you know it takes time like people i don't understand people are so fast-paced especially if you're up north it's like new york area Everyone's like, go, 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 go. And um, sometimes that, that, that mentality can sh- happen with nutrition and they want to see results in a week or two. Uh, you're not going to get the results you want in a week or two. And oh. worrying about the scale is a huge problem that people have. Um, I know. <laughs> and it's, a, it, you know, your, body, your body's changing, but it doesn't change in days. Or, right, and that's why for pictures and a weight, and I don't solely go by the weight. And, you know, I might increase your intake, and you have the same weight, and people are like, but why? I'm like, because let me just show you your picture side to side. From two weeks ago to now, your composition of your body is changing. You are tighter. Oh, can you tell me how your clothes are fitting? Oh, I forgot. I'm like, they're falling off. Okay, so you're the same weight, but your clothes are falling off. So I always say, would you rather be a lighter weight, but your clothes are too tight and fit the same, or would you rather your weight stay the same and your clothes fall off? I think I'd rather my clothes fall off. Look tighter than look at a scale to see anything. So I always go by composition before everything. That's, that's a big deal. Yeah, that's a huge. Yeah, that's a huge aspect. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And focus on that. I, I just say that, but. It was it was great talking to you. It's uh, good talking to you too. Um, very informative. I, I, Thank yeah, you. A few things that I, I think everyone would like to hear, or like wanted to know. Um, also, awesome. yeah. Thank you for coming on. It was a great. It was a no pleasure. Problem. All right. Thank you. It was nice meeting you. It was nice meeting you too. All right. Bye. Good day. Bye.